Welcome to City on a Hill Gaming, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Let's meet our players. Hi, I'm Grant, and I'm playing Trather Wimblin, a human fighter. Hi, I'm Jenny, and I'm going to be playing John Abermere, a crimson-born human. Peter, Bertrand Greystone, Dwarven Forge Cleric. William R. Ericocro Magi. Daniel, I am playing Vatten. I am a half-elf ranger. Hi, my name is Ben, and I am Twig, or Shem. I am a rogue bard and a, a goliath. We hope you enjoy our episode. All right, welcome back to City on the Hill Gaming. I'm your game master, Ryan. We are back for some more 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, our family-friendly actual play, actual play podcast. Uh, I am back. We have uh, all of our players with us this evening. Uh, when we last laugh off, last laugh of her... There it is. There's words. When we last left off, uh, they had just returned the half-orc child they had been sent to retrieve to her grandmother, and we basically stopped right there. Um, so we're going to pick up right there. All right, so you guys are back in the big board. You have returned Avia to her grandmother, Duchess Kaya, and uh, Avia is very excited. Uh, the Duchess seems very happy, and uh, but she she actually needs something... Uh, from you guys. Uh, okay, so thank thank you. Um, uh, oh, thank goodness she's happy because I fed that child a lot of sugar on the way over here. She'll be happy for at least 45 minutes and then probably pass out, which will work out in the long run. Um, <laughs> yes. um, it should be noted, of course, that uh, we take no responsibility for the natures of the songs that uh, Shim may or may not have taught her child. <laughs> she looks slightly confused, sighs a little. We'll figure it out in the long run. It'll be fun. Um, what shall we do with the drunken tiefling? <laughs> uh, she points at uh, one of the Warforged. Uh, Diamond, is it? Uh, if you will, take her upstairs. Uh, I have some of her stuff. If you will, go get her changed. Thank you. Um, so they kind of scoot away, and she comes over. Okay. Um... So, like I said, thank you. Uh, but we're kind of only halfway there, to be honest. You found her, you saved her, and for that I am eternally grateful. Um, she motions to kind of a large gentleman that came down the stairs when she did. Uh, uh, Grio, bring bring the chest. Um, and he walks over, sets a big chest in front of you guys. Uh, there's another 150 gold in it uh, and two potions of healing. Sweet. Um, okay, so here's where I need you to do something uh, more for me and her. I need her back where I can have a better control of the situation. We are outside the bounds of the kingdom I am a part of and that I represent, and I need her back in Oriel with me. That's a four or five day journey, and if you've gotten her this far... The orcs who were sent to find her probably are on their way, if I'm being completely honest with you. You're going to run into some resistance at some point. Uh, I purposefully had Izzo not be completely upfront with you about the child. Um, that was for my benefit and yours. I needed to know I could trust you, if I'm being frank. Um, so as you know, or at least uh, as Trather does... Uh, I am the Duchess of the city of Oriel, uh, in the kingdom of Thassarin. Uh, Avia is my granddaughter. Uh, my son, 
is her father. His wife, um, lovely creature, love the girl to death. Her big sister uh, is the one known as the Hawk. Uh, you all, for one reason or the other, know that name immediately, particularly probably Bertrand and John and Vatten, okay. because the three of you have spent the most time in the region of Anwaru. Mm -hmm. It's a region primarily dominated by orcs, uh, orcs, half-orcs. And for a long time, there was a very heavy orc presence that kind of controlled the area. And maybe 10 or 15 years ago, there was something of an uprising, um, but from within, more orcs. And a new orc took control, and most she is simply, uh, she took over, and her, she's simply known as the Hawk. Um, there are, you get mixed opinions about the woman from what you hear. Obviously, most of the orcs in the area that don't associate with her don't particularly like her. Um, but those are... <clears throat> probably clouded opinions based on the fact that it's not the ruler they were expecting. Um, she may or may not be the one causing you problems. You don't really know. She doesn't get out amongst the people very often, and while the orcs are kind of split, there's weird leanings between a lot of groups. Huh. Uh, but right. the, the three of you would be more familiar because she's been in charge for quite some time. Um, the orcs have been the orcs as a whole who kind of oversee the region of Anwaru have been calmer and more controlled with her in charge. Uh, but there is sort of a splinter presence that causes issues. Uh, Bertrand has run into them in the past. That's Those were the... You suspect they probably fell into the group that you dealt with uh, outside the uh, glass maker's shop. Okay. Um, probably would <laughs> not have ask. been... They probably were not her orcs. Okay. Uh, you you think there's a good chance they probably belong to the uh, mantle of the crow, and the mantle of the crow is probably the ones who were trying to catch Avia. Well, that that much um, I was able to figure out. Yeah, you got that. The, you got that from the your contact in town. We're part of the mantle of the crow, so they are not part of the hawk. They're like a splinter group. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, at least it's good to know that we're not dealing with a huge organization. They are relatively small. You, you suspect them to be not huge. Um, they well, are relatively I mean, small. Or Orcs are pretty big. Yes. Uh, well, uh, yes, but... <laughs> grandeur, grandeur, not number. Um, <laughs> accurate. Bertrand makes the Nathan Fillion face and sits down. <laughs> Acceptable. Um so, so what I need from you is to I, I'm going to go back with Grio and the Warforged, uh, and make my way back to Oriel. I need you to take Avia and get her back safely. I, you've gotten her this far. I trust you with that much. All right. Um, you, John sort of looks over at Avia and like gives her a thumbs up and like a questioning face. Like, yes, good. Uh, she's come back down. She's dressed differently, uh, and she's still bouncing all over the place. Um. She's at 90% sugar right now, um, which is down from the 100 she started at, so we're making progress. Yeah. Okay, uh, so we have like five minutes to get her on a horse. Yes. <laughs> or or get her in her Gundam. <laughs> Whichever. <laughs> well, the, Gundam, the Gundam's not going with you guys, so you have to make other arrangements. 
Oh, I wanted the... to pilot sand rock. <laughs> she hands you a small bag of gold. Uh, she, John, she tosses it to you. To you, okay. not at you. We're not going to throw I... things at you anymore. Um, Dex, can I, next save. I can... You got it. I believe in you. Um, so... I think throwing things at John just needs to be a ritual start of everything. I got a 13. <laughs> That's not nothing. You you catch right. it. You catch it adeptly. Uh, you, you imagine... Uh, there, you open it up, and you, you kind of weigh it in your hands. There's about 25 gold in there. Um, uh, for whatever supplies you need, or the mass quantity of food she will likely consume on your journey. Um, Alright. Uh, I'm leaving. Uh, roughly now. Uh, whenever you can leave in the next couple of hours would be good. The more of a head start you get, the better. Certainly, madam. Right. <clears throat> We shall meet you with your child safe and with your granddaughter safe and sound. I swear it. Excellent. I will hold you to your word, Trevor. It has fit, never failed me yet. If you are anything well, like your mother, I imagine not. Trevor noticeably sits up straighter and looks worried. <laughs> uh, parental right, well, expectations. <laughs> All right, well, I'm ready to go, but if anyone else needs supplies, now's the time. Uh, yes, if you have any stores you wish to visit, uh, anything you need from Izzo and Ordacia, uh, or anyone you want to see before you leave town, now would be a good time to do so. Uh, I will happily go shopping and help stock up. Okay. Um, yeah. You guys, I assume, well, I'm not particularly particular about tracking whether or not you guys have enough rations. Um, oh, thank goodness. I just, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Um, we should also get out of town before that lizard folk frees himself. There is that. Yeah, I mean, I, oh, I tied yeah. that knot pretty tight, but he at, does at have some point, At some point, Granarn's going to want his money and wonder why <laughs> literally no one is bringing back the small child he sent them to find. Um, he sent like be worse 57 people. Uh, after that girl, and no one's come and back he, yet. And he promised that many copper pieces to all of them. Exactly. <laughs> He's going to have to pay someone something eventually. But only well, if he gets paid first. Us. Probably not. <laughs> the day's still young, you never know. Uh, okay, so you guys set out. Um, you stock yep. up on the run-of-the-mill supplies. You get her a very comfortable-looking sleeping bag and tent. Um, and a lot of food that's not chocolate, I promise. Um, and zero uh, pop, and it's probably a lot of M and M's, but she'll be fine. It's it's going to be like almonds, trail mix, and roughage. Yes, is... <laughs> I'm sure she'll be very excited. We're just uh, gonna jam complex carbohydrates in her until her sugar, like blood sugar, evens out. <laughs> uh, okay, and as you're about to leave. Uh, Duchess, she she sees that the Kaya's about to leave, and she runs over. Grandma, where are you going? Uh, oh, child. Um, I must return. These lovely folks uh, who found you are going to take you on a trip, and you're going to come see me uh, back at my house in a few days. Uh, but you're going to go with them for now. And she looks a little confused, but she seems to like you guys. Uh, she runs. She runs over and wraps her arms around uh, John. Uh, oh, okay, I'll go with him. John sort of like 
what's John's strength score? Not How high. big is this girl? Fairly uh, large. Not great. <laughs> I probably can't lift her for very long. Oh no, not at all. Uh, you you okay. give it a good you give it the old try and you get her off the ground, <laughs> both inches. Um, <laughs> she's a strong, well built little half orc child. Um, yep. So you you guys head out uh, with her in tow, and she seems perfectly amenable to follow you guys around. She seems to have taken a liking to you. You guys befriended her squirrel uh, and her warforged, so as far as she's concerned, you guys are fine. Um, uh, random question. How much is, like, a mule? Oh, that's an excellent random question. Hold on. To the internet. So, someone someone will be able to answer my question. D&D 5e compendium. Mule. Oh, so yeah, there you go. So you go to the stables of Gugel and yes. find the mule. <laughs> uh, off to the stables at Gugel. And uh, you speak to uh, Madam, oh, Madam page, Bing. Oh, page 157 of the PHB. That's the thing okay. I was looking for. Thank you, because the website I looked on didn't have it. Fantastic. Eight gold. Yeah, that's actually well within your budget. Yeah, um, I was thinking we can use some of the money for uh, that she gave us to purchase a mule, and that way the child will have no trouble keeping up. Uh, she runs into the stable and looks at every single animal they have uh, and picks the one that, in her mind at least, uh, most closely resembles a unicorn. Um, it's not particularly close, but that's okay. She's using her imagination, and we respect that. It's got a forelock that just, like, sticks straight out. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's <laughs> basically the same thing. Um, same thing. They're both probably made of keratin. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Hair. She buys a small... A party hat and sticks it on its head and it's basically yes. a unicorn now we're good um yeah. fun fact, they, make uni- they make unicorn uh party hats they're basically just those cone hats but very narrow and you wear them on your forehead ask me how i know Grant, how do you know about that with your multiple children my daughter kept hers for a year <laughs> that's actually really impressive yeah i know my kids that have them for about five minutes yeah and it turns into confetti i've already lost mine yeah. all right Trying to figure out what the large insect flying around in my kitchen is. Sorry. <clears throat> huh. Ooh. Where'd you come from? Okay. Doom bug. Yeah, probably. Um, um I'm going to grab a couple bags of Caltrops because they're cheap. Yes, they are. Useful. Favorite. We talked about Just the fact that you guys case. don't need a bag of a thousand tiny spikes. I don't know what you're going to use that for, but it's not good. Lots of things. All sorts of day-to-day applications. It, that seems Home disconcerting. Home and office. That's true. You can clean Buy out yours stuff now. under your fingernails, pick your teeth, impede the progress of your enemies. Pin That'd papers be, to the bulletin board. That'd be the best infomercial Pin ever. bulletin boards to other larger bulletin boards. Play a also very dangerous that. game of jacks. This sounds like the worst infomercial ever, or the best, depending <laughs> on what you're interested in. So you guys head out of town. Make me perception checks. Alrighty. I will apologize in advance. Hey! Hey, there natural 20! Huzzah! Go, I'm starting with, with a 19. No, 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 I'm 19. starting off with a natural one again! I believe, I believe in you. Uh, okay. Yes, that wasn't my first first roll, but... Ginny, you're all consumed by the small child who is uh, very fond of spending time very close to you. Okay. You you have made a new friend. Um, yep. Uh, William... R is very consumed by his seventh book about Warforged for the week. Um, man, are those good reading. And I don't know who's writing all of these, but they must be making a lot of money because they keep putting them out. 
Um, Trather, Peter, and I don't know why I said Trather and then Peter. Um, it should have either been Grant, Peter, or Trather, Bertrand. Both of you people, um, and also Daniel Vatten, uh, you notice almost like as you guys come out and head out of town, you look back just kind of casually looking around and you see almost a mist just kind of like you see you almost think you saw a person but then you just kind of see a mist and the mist kind of fades away and you remember that uh when you guys first brought avia back uh Izzo mentioned that he had heard rumors that someone had hired someone called the mist to find the child all right, I'm just going to go ahead and unshoulder my bow and knock an arrow and just kind of walk. You guys have dropped off the child, been paid, and now we're taking the child uh, to Oriel, all hyped up on sugar and riding a pony. <clears throat> um, I'm going to make you. direct well. eye contact with uh, Trather and uh, Vatten and just kind of raise an eyebrow and point kind of surreptitiously. <laughs> uh, and, and you, you all three see what you... Uh, assume is just you you kind of catch this brief glimpse of this woman and then it just literally just a mist uh and whether or not you point this out in general is up to you guys but it's sort of a, a crimsonish crimsonish sure crimsonish mist okay oh oh this will definitely get pointed out <laughs> the phrase Trather will, Trather will shrug non-magically perfect <laughs> uh the phrase crimsonish mist is hard to say uh for for note you're right yeah crimsonish mist there we go. Okay, uh, but it kind of fades away, and there's nothing left there. Uh, and nothing else bothers you for the next two days. You guys kind of casually make your way north. Uh, you have a map that shows you roughly where Varen is and roughly the route you would need to take to get to Oriel. Um, it will take you a couple of days, uh, but you guys seem to be making a good pace and haven't really run into anything else. Uh, every day, I'm going to assume you guys just kind of are on your guard and looking around, the mist pops up occasionally. But it keeps its distance. Doesn't seem uh, particularly interested in getting any closer than it has so far. Okay, you guys should be in a large forest. Excellent. And on the side, what you're seeing, obviously it's, it's clipped off because I've got it partially covered, um, is a gigantic downed tree. Rather a good amount larger than most of the rest of what you're seeing around you. Perception checks. There we go. Atta boy. There it is, Grant. Oh, sweet mercy. Okay. These, these, wow. these There it is. Atta boy. Wow, Peter. I'm rolling like crazy. Oh tonight. my goodness. Okay, so, Peter's uh, saving us. <laughs> in order from low to high five, five, six, nine, ten, uh, 21. There we go. <laughs> Bringing it back. That, there it is. That's what I like to see, Bertrand. That's uh, definitely I... saved that one. Uh, you're pretty sure. So you see at the bottom of the failed, failed, failed tree, uh, a large boulder. You're pretty sure that was placed there, the the boulder. That was not just naturally sitting next to the base of this giant tree before it fell over. Look at the. I'll look at the suspicious boulder and kind of like narrow my eyes at it. At it, and I guess I'll I'll bump Trather again and be like that. Boulder was not there before. Oh, have you been this way before, Sir Priest? No, but I know stone very well. 
And uh, you're pretty sure there's a space between it and the bottom of the tree. Okay. I will point this out as well. Uh, but you guys don't really see much else of note. You kind of just see the tree. I'm going to walk over and tap the boulder with my warhammer. Not smack it, just like tink, tink. Uh, <clears throat> it's definitely solid, and it is definitely an actual boulder. Okay. It just definitely wasn't there like three days ago. All right. Like there's a there's a displacure of earth that is noticeable at least to you in all your dwarven uh, forge senses. Okay. And you said there appears to be some sort of gap between the boulder and the tree. Sort of the base of where the tree fell over. Yes. Okay. There's I a would, space there. I would like to investigate. Okay. Uh, make me an investigation check, please. Okay, you investigate quite nicely. Um, so you kind of peek around the boulder and kind of scoot around the edges, look around. The tree that you're up next to is hollow on the inside. Um, and you're pretty sure it's hollow for most of a good distance down the tree, but you can't see very far. It's pitch black inside. Oh, well, uh, one okay. moment. Here, I'll fetch a torch. That's... That should help us see inside just fine. Maybe don't do that. I I can see in the dark. I need a second for my eyes to adjust. Uh, how far is your dark vision good, sir? I, I don't remember how offhand what the range on dark vision is. I, I think it's 60 feet. Is yeah, it 60. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, 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 can, I can throw a dancing light in there. Yeah, uh, up to 60 feet. But I, I, I think it, it's like, basically, if someone has a torch, it doesn't work. So it's like night vision. Like, Yeah, in bright light, it, it struggles, yeah. Yeah, it struggles in bright light. So it, yeah, well, I would need a moment for my eyes. To I don't out. remember. Anyway. Okay, so uh, or whatever. So you guys are putting some kind of light source in there, I'm assuming. Well, unless he's saying I, not to. I, I would like to see what I can see without the light source first. Uh, what you just see with your elf eyes. Oh, I'm sorry. Taking the hobbits to eyes. I, yeah, I had to do it. To eyes. Uh, you can see maybe halfway through the through the tree, and it's hollow all the way through. And you see what look like crumbs or maybe leftover bits of food, but not like from an animal, like from someone having a picnic or something, eating lunch. All right, so I'm going to go back to the group and and relay this information. Uh, and you see till about, let me see if I can actually make, you see till about there. Did you see that? Right there, yeah. You yeah. you get to about that point that you can see from, without actually entering the trunk of the tree. Yeah, it, it looks as though someone or something uh, has set, up some kind of shelter in this tree. Hmm. Uh, there appears to be like leftover food and scraps of food in it. I can't see all the way in the tree. Hmm. And, and to it's note, it's like, like a shelter. It's not like one person spent the night in there to get out of the rain. This is like multiple people. Hmm. And and the food looks reasonably fr like as far as like somewhat yes. Yeah. So, this, so there's this... more than one of them, and they're messy eaters, is what you're telling me. Yes. Yes. Messy's a strong and accurate word for that. <laughs> if I had to guess, I would guess maybe something like orcs. 
It would be a good lead, at least. Mm-hmm. I mean, orcs aren't usually known for their table manners. So, or, or staying in, you know, nice uh, resorts. A- Avia seems a little offended by that. Not you, of course. It said usually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bandit orcs, anyways, or not. She goes back to petting the mule. So you, you have a mostly open forest in front of you. There just is this rather unusual hollow tree. I suggest we examine the tree, because otherwise that would be a very good setup for an ambush. Don't know what you're talking yeah. about. That doesn't make sense at all. I, I would say um, we should probably form like a security ring around Avia and then maybe send some smaller group of people to check out the tree. Um, I've Bertrand's also got dark vision, so if we're going to do that, you know, he's probably an okay choice. I'm thinking we we leave maybe like Trather, our two walking howitzers, and one other person with the uh, the kid, just in case trouble happens, they can okay blow it up and stab it, and then <laughs> the other two of us can walk off and see what's are, going on. Are the walking howitzers the spellcasters? Yes, I think that, that would was be what the he was. Arcane okay. spellcasters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I, I kind of figured that's where he was going with that. Okay. Um, so if you want to, uh, Bertrand and I uh, and Vatten that are going in, into the tree. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you guys get up in the tree, kind of hop over the boulder and, and yeah, this thing seems hollow all the way through and runs out. And what you see on the other end is that runs out, um, into like almost an opening that is exterior to the tree, but heavily covered by, uh, foliage. But, like, sculpted, almost. This does look like an ambush nest. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that doesn't seem accurate in the slightest. Um, How how long has this tree been down? Because I imagine it'd take a long time to carve out the insides, right? Uh, I mean, in theory, sure. Um, You think it's not actually been down, but more than a couple of days. How dry does that foliage look? Not very. Dang. I mean, I wasn't going to shoot a flaming arrow into it, catch it all on fire, and burn everyone alive. Doesn't sound like a thing that would happen. I'm going to slide over to one of the trees. I'm going to slide over one of the trees and try to stealth into a tree. Make that stealth check, sir. Um, Okay. So with your 10, yeah, you end up kind of over there, but like sort of on the fringe and not really covered by much. Uh, okay, so Bertrand, are you and Batten going mm. deeper into the tree? Yeah, I think I so. Mean, um, yeah, it's it's pretty much a straight tube there, so I I think we just okay. So if you go to about our shield and go first, I guess. If you guys go to about there, you can <clears> see basically to where the foliage is, but you can't see into that part. Well, my my clever. Ranger instincts, plus the fact that I've been privy to more than one ambush party before. Sure. That's where I would set up an ambush, so I think that's where we need to head. Um, I'll I'll lean over and just kind of whisper to Vatten. If I kind of sneak up to get a little bit closer, you go back and tell the others and trip this ambush, I can probably come in and flank while they're worried about the rest of you. 
If that's how you want to do this, I can. Or, at the very least, if I alert them, we'll be fighting them in a closed space and they won't be able to spread out. Because they're going to come in here to attack us. Oh, I can live with that. You get them all lined up. Uh Uh-huh. And then we just shout and the others can come around and cut them off from the other side. All right, I will. Uh, I will coordinate real quick. All right. <clears throat> okay, so you hop back out. All right. Yeah, I I will come back out and Bertrand will just like gently go into a crouch and sit still, <laughs> not okay. making noise. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm basically just going to relay that. Sure. All right. We're going to. Do we think there's an ambush party and the foliage at the end of the tree? So we're going to try to lure them down into the tree with us, and you guys come in from the from the foliage, and that way we can kind of pinch them between us. Trather will nod, think for a moment, uh, turn around and hand um, Avia his shield, and get his crossbow ready. Okay. Uh for a five-year-old, she does a surprisingly good job of holding it. Yeah, well, I figure she's up on the mule and kind of bracing it on on that side. We think there might be something over there. If worse comes to worst, Lady Avia, uh, you can hide behind the shield. I'll, of course, be next to you, keeping you safe. Fear not. She hesitates, but she's... Okay. Um, you're kind of like Rampart. That seems good. Uh, Rampart was the biggest of her Warforged. One does one's best, of course. Okay. Be careful. I shall. Only if you do the same. Okay. All right. Very very good, my lady. So I will let you guys proceed as you wish. All right. We're going to do some tree fighting. Tree fighting. Okay. is like on on the the donkey. Yeah, I just can't get the layering to work. She's on there. She she's on there. Okay. Um, I'm gonna stand. Hang on. Gotta do some quick math. Wait, there we go. Got it. There we go. Okay. Um, I'll stand here. Okay. I have a plan, and it may or may not work. Very good. I like Um, it. Is Trevor going to screw up your plan? No, I, I don't think he can. I mean, let's not challenge Ooh. them. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're um, looking at like up here for where enemies are coming from. So Okay, yeah. Um, John <clears throat> is going to go to Avia and say, so I'm going to need <laughs> you to be really still and really quiet, okay? Can you okay. do that for me? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I can do that. Good. I'm going to make you look like that shield, okay? She seems very confused, but she's also very excited. Okay. Can you can you do that for me? Can you like lie down and 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 be be the shield? Okay. 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 She she snuggles it? up on the back of the mule and sets his shield on kind of braces it and just, okay. All right, good. Good girl. All right. Um, hey guys, uh, nobody make Avia talk, nobody make her move. All right, 
I'm going to say Bertrand's actually down here just so a thumb can come out of the log and just give her the <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> in my mind, you actually punch through the side of it in like a different spot. And you're just like, okay, I got it. Okay, so you, I'm, I'm using like, uh, like minor illusion or something. Yeah, I'm going to minor illusion, uh, sort of like an image of a shield over top of like where she actually is okay so it's like two shields stacked on the donkey and actually as you're talking jenny and you you complete what you're doing um a couple of orcs actually step out of the brush up here and the one in the middle looks up and he's like see i told you they'd bring her right to huh. hmm and he he pokes the and so there's there's a real big orc a uh, kind of small orc and then there's a, a female orc and the the one in the middle is like see but i said hmm i don't see a small child <laughs> are you sure this is the right group and she like smacks him with her bow and she's like will you just of course it's them this is not the right group <laughs> not the shields you're looking for <laughs> she looks at me and she's like alright we're here for the child I'm like fairly certain I was fairly certain you had her ignore him he's kind of an idiot if you just give us uh, the girl we'll leave we uh, don't really care about you I, I want to step in right here now. with my high charisma and a bluff check do a thing or or a deception? Is it deception? Yeah. Uh, I will I'm, take I'm just going to be like... I will take deception. Uh, do it with advantage since you've already disguised her. All right. Um, so John's just going to be like, what child? What are you talking about? We're... I'm I'm security for a merchant. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, and while, um... she, while she's rolling that, Daniel, you're pretty sure based on the amount of food you saw inside the tree, this is not enough orcs. Hey, what's up? That's a natural 20. Okay, there we go. Oh. <laughs> uh, she looks a little confused, frankly. He Okay, wait. He said there'd be a big one. Uh, a one with red glowy arms. A flying one. Now, I'm pretty sure this was supposed to... How many groups like that there can there be? Okay. Um, More than you'd think. <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Where's the dwarf? <laughs> no one mentioned a dwarf. I don't remember there being a dwarf. No, no, that doesn't sound right. Um, shockingly racist, really. The road to Oriel is shockingly multicultural. So it seems. I was really... But she said they'd be here today. Huh. Okay, well... Um... Huh. I, I tell you what, should we perhaps pass them on the road if they've gone ahead of you or if they catch up? We'll send word back to you to uh, let you know. Uh, uh, you have my word on it. So the, the one in the middle, uh, yeah, that makes sense. That works. Um, thank, thank you. She smacks him again with her bow. Katan, really, just get back in there and wait. Yeah, I think we saw a group like a day or two ago. They looked like they might have had a girl with them behind us. They had like a wagon and like the wheel broke or something. But, you know, merchants, they didn't have any money, so we just had to keep going. She... <laughs> I like it. Uh, he As he's walking over, he's like, small, small like half-orc girl? 
Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. No, that makes sense. Look. It was like early morning. There was lots of fog. You couldn't really see. Sure, sure. Uh, he like hops back into the foliage into the tree. The big one's just like he just kind of seems confused by everything that's happening. <clears throat> While this is going on, can I just inch my way down here? I like whatever, like however slowly I need to move to like negate the disadvantage on stealth from my armor. I would like to do okay. You get to <clears throat> but about I... here, uh, and that's okay. about the same time he re-enters the tree, and you see that there are more orcs inside. They haven't noticed you yet, but if you hang out for too long, um, I wouldn't recommend hanging out for too long. Okay, I'm going to pull back to, like, here. Okay. Um, and hug the side. Okay. And just go very still. <laughs> okay, uh, but you don't come out of the of the giant tree. Not, not yet. <laughs> okay. Um, she looks very confused by this whole thing. Huh. It would have been a lot easier if you just had a small half-orc girl with you that I'm supposed to come get. The boss said you'd be here. Uh, and you guys all noticed, you guys have kind of been staying around, and they've been talking for long enough, um, on their shoulders, and, uh, like, kind of on the side of... Uh, actually, like, on her... You can see her right arm entirely. Uh, there's a large tattoo on it. And it's very similar, uh, that, and at least to the, the symbol you've heard described and Bertrand has seen... It's a large blue field with the head of a crow on it. Uh, some of them have mm. it just kind of sewn onto their armor. Hers is actually just a large tattoo. Well, that confirms who these people are working for. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, bosses, <clears throat> am I right? Telling you. <laughs> All right, well, when we get back to Syringin, I'm going to have a word with them. Uh, you guys um, carry on with your merchant selling of large shields okay sure whatever have a have a good one and she shoves the <laughs> other orc and they go back in the tree okay i'm gonna creep back out of here <laughs> if i can <clears throat> link up with everybody else give them the thumbs up rather <laughs> <laughs> will stride nonchalantly past <laughs> Yeah, we'll just keep walking. That's uh, just keep walking. Just yep, everything's fine. This, uh, Bertrand will yarn. actually hang his shield like off of the side of the donkey too, so it looks like there's more than one. <laughs> the the bottom shield on the donkey giggles a little, but you're pretty sure they didn't hear. Okay, man, city on a hill, avoiding all sorts of planned combat. Man, let me tell you, <laughs> that was uh. <laughs> the gm allowing us to avoid all sorts yeah. of combat i thought i got really <laughs> lucky whatever credit is due when, yeah. when, by definition why you have illusion spells in D. &D. i mean yeah. to be fair yeah i thought i was good when everyone rolled like sub 10 on uh perception and then peter's <laughs> rolling in here with a 21 i'm like well there goes that okay <laughs> i thought i still had you but nope Yep, that was uh, not with a nat twenty on deception. Nope, that was uh, yeah, that was a thing that happened. Yeah, and to be fair, it was quite amusing. I have no, I have no qualms with it. That was actually really entertaining. Um, <laughs> I really don't know how that happened, but it definitely happened. And 
we've recorded how many episodes of this so far and we've managed to just kill some wasps and shoot one guy with an arrow and then patch him up and leave him to go back to his boss i fell fell into the trap peaceful dnd party ever i fell into the trap though i named two of them (laughs) they had their own stat never do that (laughs) i got ahead of myself i should have known them orc orc big orc I li- there's orc or no they're on the sheet too there's just two others with names oh. personalities orc orc big orc named orc one and named orc, named orc two. two yeah <laughs> it's literally on the paper but that's okay because that was really funny thanks for listening to city on the hill gaming for more information you can find us online at city on the hill gaming.com email us at city on the hill gaming at gmail.com or find us on twitter at city on the hill game for more information on saving the game, you can find Peter, Grant, and Jenny at stgcast.org or at Saving the Game on Twitter. Thanks, and have a blessed day.